Welcome to the Shark Bite Show, where we dive into the stories of our members, coaches, friends, and family of Shark Bite Fitness and Nutrition. All right, let's roll. Today, have the great honor of having Tiffany Willen here on the podcast, right? She's here on the Shark Bite Show. Tiffany has been with us at Shark Bite Cape Coral for unbelievably almost four years at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she's got an awesome job. She's got a cool background. She's got a great story. We're going to dive into it. So, Tiff, thank you. Yes, you're yeah. welcome. Took a lot of convincing to get you to do this. It did. But I'm really I'm glad. Nervous. Really <laughs> glad I was able to do that. Um, talk to me. Uh, so, first off, we'll start off. I feel like I talked to you quite a bit, and I did not know until the other night that you are like a Southwest Florida local. Pretty much. I pretty much grew up here most of my life. I was born in Kansas. Uh-huh. Um when I was a kid, my dad played professional soccer, so we moved around a lot. So that's how I was born there. Uh-huh. But my parents had a house here, so we always came back here. I went to elementary school, middle school, high school here. Look, you can't just skip over that. Your dad did what? <laughs> yeah, he played professional soccer when I was a kid, uh, before I was born to like the early 90s. All around, so like Kansas, um, L.A., Tennessee. So Tampa. did you did you live in other places while he was playing, or did yeah, you go yeah. straight from Kansas to here? No, we lived in a few other places. I was a baby. Oh, okay. I don't remember any of it. Yeah. No. All right, so you're, you're basically but like a Cape Coral local. Basically, yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, well, talk to me about some other stuff. Who, who are you? Like, uh, what is what is your background in, like, health and fitness? My background in health and fitness is I did gymnastics for most of my life since mm-hmm. I was three. I uh, went to college, did it through college, so probably till I was 23. Um, so that's like my background, why I love it as part of my daily. It's just like a, a muscle memory. Mm -hmm. reason I love fitness. Um, so that's how I started. Leaving gymnastics was really hard to find a fitness routine and, you know, everything was always so set for me as a gymnast. So it took me a lot of years to find something that worked for me coming from an everyday four hours a day in the gym to finding something that fit into like an actual lifestyle where you have work and family and friends. Right. Cause that was like lifestyle, right? It was, was everything life, gymnastics. Yeah. yeah. Right. So you said three years old, obviously you didn't choose that. No. <laughs> Who wanted you to be in gymnastics? <laughs> I think I was a crazy little kid with a lot of energy. Uh-huh. So take me to gym, let me run around like crazy. Um, and I loved it. I think I tried dance, and mm. I was just way too crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I want to run around. I don't want to sit there and just twirl around. I wanted mm. to run and jump and swing. You had to burn so, off like a ton of energy. Right? Yeah. yeah. I'm sure that helped me go to sleep earlier at night for my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, ne- neither of us have kids, but I feel like if you had them, that's probably the best way to ensure they're tired at night, right? For real, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's how I got started in gymnastics. Okay, so you were doing that till you were 23, right? Yeah. Uh, where were you... Where'd you go to college for gymnastics? I went to the University of Oklahoma. University of Oklahoma. Boomer Sooner. <laughs> uh, what was that like? Oh, being a college athlete was pretty darn cool. Yeah, why? Yeah. Well, I went away to school. So I'm from Florida. I am an only child. So I went away to somewhere super scary. Um, I don't know anybody there mm-hmm. besides the fact that I know I have a gymnastics team, but I don't know anybody on the team. I might have known one girl from competing years ago, but mostly. So going in and just kind of having like a family or an established group of core friends before mm-hmm. I'm even going there, um, first of all, was awesome. 
I mean, I particularly am a shy person at first. Then when I get to know you, I can open up and be more silly or goofy or fun. But at first, it's really hard for me. It scares me. I'm intimidated and kind of went into a setting where we all had a common belief, a common goal together. And they got to become my family over like the years I was there. So doing gymnastics there was awesome, but having that community and those girls that I'm still friends with now is probably like one of the coolest things. Yeah, because I mean, you recently went back, right? Well, we went to Texas, Texas a whole bunch okay. of us yeah. to watch like uh, the NCAAs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that uh, was awesome. That was a cool. A bunch of old teammates and roommates. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, I think if I remember correctly, I was sending you videos on Instagram like, what is she doing? What's happening? I don't <laughs> understand anything that's going on. But... Yeah, that was, oh, it was very cool yeah. to come back. And it's so reminiscent of being with them and living with them and training with them. Plus, just being called athlete is pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, you get lots of perks. You, um, Academic-wise, you get all the help you need. So you're in a class, you're struggling, you just go to somebody and there's somebody there that can help you or they send you to a tutor or um, you get to go to any sporting event that you want to with your friends and your other um, team teammates. Mm -hmm. And uh, getting to go all different sporting events and just... It was pretty darn cool. I mean, especially at a bigger school like that, right? Yeah. Was, yeah, like yeah. there was pretty cool sporting events to go to, you know? Yeah, it was cool. And traveling with them and competing with them, getting to go all around the U.S., you know, taking flights, getting cool shirts and shoes. <laughs> yeah, getting cool swag. Yeah, and just competing is awesome too, mm -hmm. so. All right, well, that I mean, I, I know that the videos that you very rarely put up are, are pretty cool to watch, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you um, started at another like CrossFit style gym before ours, right? And yeah. You eventually found your way to us. Um, what what made you want to get into like CrossFit or functional style fitness? So you're you know post gymnastics. What? Yeah. I think I started seeing stuff probably online or social media about like what CrossFit was, and a lot of things I saw were just gymnastics related conditioning, mm -hmm. and so those were things that are very instinctual for me that's what I know from a young age so it always kind of enticed me to do it I always wanted to get into it and that was like the reason I wanted to I was just like I said I was too scared to start something and so it took me a long time until I would get a friend to come with me or something mm. to get into it so that's how I like started getting into CrossFit and then I think that's one of the things that I love about it is it is very reminiscent to me it, it feels like the old days it feels like I'm working out and I really enjoy it, but I'm doing these muscle memory things that I know how to do. I also have like a community of people that it's fun to encourage and them to encourage me. And then I've kind of grown to love the other parts of it. So like I love the gymnastics part of it and I'm kind of growing to love all like the Olympic weightlifting mm -hmm. aspects and the conditioning aspects, things that were a little different than gymnastics. Well, so I, this is something we've talked about not on the show, but I know you said that you didn't really enjoy going to like normal style gyms, right? It was just hard for me. It was hard to get like into a routine and then like doing it by myself. Mm. That's hard for me. And then staying accountable to that. Well, and you could have found a pull-up bar somewhere else, right? Like as a gymnast, you, right. you can walk on your hands anywhere. What, what about this style of fitness got you to like say, okay, I, I want to keep doing this. I want to make this part of my day to day. Cause you're, you're pretty much like a, you know, an everyday or an every realistic day that's doable worker outer, right? This is a part of your life now. Yeah, for sure. 
I think part of it's the accountability, mm-hmm. having not just like a coach or somebody saying, why didn't you come yesterday, but also like your friends. And it's a set uh, program for me that I'm not having to come in and like make a program for myself and have to think, am I doing this body part today? And then how much cardio am I going to do? That was just really hard for me. And I know I probably could have found a plan online and, mm-hmm. and probably could have stuck with it, but it just wasn't as enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It's not as enjoyable to sit on the elliptical and watch TV as much as that works for some people. It just, it was just not yeah. what kept me going. I feel the same way, right? Like even this far in, I don't want to come in and make up my workouts every day. Yeah. You know, I, I love the idea that I get to walk in. It's set up for me. You know, mm-hmm. the stuff I need is there. The workout I'm going to do is there. The amount of time I'm going to spend on it is there. Mm-hmm. And I get to focus on just like going really hard and having fun with my friends. Yeah. Like I, I remember there was, when I was in Iraq, we were trying to figure out like how to work out, you know, with our limited equipment. And we, people would mail us men's health magazines, you know, and we'd like look at the the workout routines in men's health and be like, why are we doing this? And <laughs> trying to modify it with like your ammo cans or your cinder blocks, you have, yeah. you know, but because we didn't know enough about it, we didn't actually know what we were modifying for, you know? Mm-hmm. So we weren't like preserving the stimulus and what we were trying to do. Right. Um, and I remember that always frustrated the hell out of me. And then when I came back to America and tried to work out in gyms, I was like, I'm not doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what... Uh, when you, when you talk about those kind of like um, gymnastic style conditioning things, right? Like, what is that for you? Because to people who work out like us, that's like the highest level crazy movement there are, right? Yeah. But for you, they're a little more normalized. Well, yeah, that's like basic. Uh, a lot of these things are from when I'm a little kid. It's what you're doing almost every day. Um, I think it, gymnastics culture is changing now, but back then it was very... Uh, punishment based Mm -hmm. so you know if I got in trouble you know I had to go climb the rope however many times and so I don't love climbing the rope now I just think it's a little bit of reminiscing that things that are bad (laughs) but there was also if I'm really reflecting on it those were the basics and the fundamentals that helped me do all the skills I could do in gymnastics I just didn't see it back then it always felt like a punishment even though it wasn't it was to learn core strength or stability or holding a body position in a way to keep you safe mm. or air awareness so that you, when you do fall you know how to fall and not hurt yourself and so that's kind of where it comes from air awareness sounds like a, a way to justify pushing you off a beam or something <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like flipping in the air and just making sure you don't land on your head you land on your back <laughs> Yeah, and um, in airborne school in the Army, there's uh, a week called Ground Week, right? It's split up into three weeks. I hope, hope I'm allowed to say this on whatever, too late. Um, it's a week called Ground Week where for multiple days you just fall on the ground from different heights. Okay. And what you're doing is you're just learning how to fall. Yeah. So you don't break both your legs when you fall out of a plane. That's exactly it. Yeah, but I mean, like, it gets pretty high up. And I know I, I've got some friends who then became, like, airborne instructors. They don't have to do as much as they do. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, we got two more hours to kill. <laughs> You're like the entire right side of my body is so bruised. <laughs> oh, well, ours isn't that bad, but. <laughs> well, I know that like um, this blew my mind when I found out, right? Because like a muscle up. Yeah. You know, in CrossFit or, you know, greater functional fitness style stuff is, is like the, it's like the top, you know, like that. People are fighting to get that for years and years and years and years and years. Mm-hmm. And then I can't remember if it was you or Rachel or one of the other girls who's, who are gymnasts at our gym that explained to me, like, I've been doing that since I was four. Right. Like, that's craziness to me. I mean, it is a warm-up for your event. So if we're going to bars, it's like um, three sets of five glide kips, which is what we call muscle-up, basically. Uh-huh. Um, 
And that was literally the first thing you did. You get on the bar, you do five glide kips, you jump down, the next girl goes, and you're warming up your shoulders, you're warming up your core, you're warming up all those to actually start the workout. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Because think about it, right? Like, you've been in one of these gyms for a long time now. How long do people fight to do that, you know? Yeah, I do. And then... Uh, Charlie, one of our friends, Charlie, he sent me a video one time of his daughter is doing it. Yeah. I was like, like seven years old. Uh, right? Yeah. And it's amazing. Yeah. I was so unaware that that was so basic outside <laughs> of here because I, I, muscle ups are my thing. I really like doing those. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's so cool. And then I see that and I'm like, all right, maybe I should have started this 30 years earlier. Well, yeah, it's all muscle memory. <laughs> also, why nobody should compare themselves with anybody else. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> um, Okay, so you have a really interesting job outside of the gym. I do. Right? Um, I'm going to try not to stumble over saying this, although, fair warning, I probably will. Um, You are a nurse anesthetist. Pretty darn good. There we go. Okay. Uh, Here in Southwest Florida. Right? Uh, What is that? What What do you do? I provide anesthesia for people every single day. So I go and visit you before you go back to the operating room. I interview you. Um ask you your medical history, find out what procedure you're having, taking you back, and I put you under anesthesia, and I keep you safe. While the surgery's going on, wake you up, take you to the recovery room. And then you were a registered nurse before that? Yeah. Or, or is that the same thing? Are you still that? Is that how that works? So I'm a certified registered nurse anesthetist. Okay. So I had to become a registered nurse first. Um, so I did that for about five years before I went back to CRNA school. And... CRNA school is about two and a half years. It's Mm -hmm. a little longer now. It just became from a master's degree to a doctorate degree. So it'll be closer to four years for those people in school now. But um, yeah, you have to be a nurse for so long. You have to have critical care experience for at least a year. And then you can apply to be a nurse anesthetist. Okay. And what's your, what is a general like work schedule for that? It can be really whatever you want it to be. There's lots of different opportunities. Yeah, that's why I wanted to ask about this because I think you have a really interesting um, like life schedule. Yeah. You know? And I think the fact that you're able to do that is impressive. So how, like, how do you how, talk to me about it? So for me, I'm pretty much working full time. I take a call position, meaning that, you know, I take overnight shifts for a certain amount of time in my schedule. So for me, I work like an eight, a 10, a 12, and a 24, and then like an overtime day. But For this job, you could do it in all different ways. There's options to be basically like a 1099 and you're kind of setting your own hours. So if you have a lot of lifetime or lifestyle commitments, children, you can do eight to two somewhere or you can work at a surgery center that doesn't work, you know, overnight. Mm -hmm. Surgery centers only open for a certain part of the day. Um, Obviously, those places aren't open for holidays either. So that Mm -hmm. lifestyle is way different. And so it kind of can fit whatever you want. If you want to work more hours, the opportunity is there. And if you have more of a lifestyle that you need to be home for, that's an option too. So. Um, well, uh, yours, and it's okay if you don't want to say the specifics on it, but I know that you're kind of all over the map, right? Yeah. And I, I, I find that really interesting, right? Because I think a really common, um, let's say, hurdle that people have to kind of getting fit and living healthier lifestyles is to say that I'm, you know, I'm too busy or I, I work too much or I, you know, I whatever too much. Mm-hmm. How do you manage that? Because you're all over the map. Yeah, that was hard at first, especially, so particularly if we're going to talk about this gym, Mm -hmm. we have like a good amount of um, classes that we have available to us to go to, which isn't the same at all gyms. Mm -hmm. Um, 
other gyms I've been at, it was a lot harder. So to me, I enjoy coming in, so I kind of make it a priority. Um, and I want to come here, even on days that I am feeling kind of down. I don't know. Once I leave, I'm feeling happy that I came. Mm. So I guess it's just a mindset more than anything else. Like I do work all those hours, but I can make it to almost, you know, three or four days a week. I'm not coming seven days a week. Yeah. be realistic, but I can make it enough that I feel consistent and I feel happy. Yeah. And I, I think what you hit on right there is that you kind of make it a priority. Yeah. Right? Um, that's what I try to tell people all the time is like, like the best workout plan is the one that works the one that you go to you know the one you're willing to go to Mm -hmm. um and the key to that is it being fun Mm -hmm. and i'm the same way as you if i'm having like a bad day i'm like i want to get in go get my workout and i want to go hang out with people in a class i want to have tiffany talk shit to me from the other side of the room as Mm -hmm. we're doing muscle ups like i I want that and i always feel better afterwards yeah i do too i mean today's a good example like i was not looking forward to today's workout i did not i did not look at the sugar water and be like oh i can't wait to do that Mm -hmm. you know um and I was kind of stressed out from some stuff earlier in the week and I got my butt up and I went to a morning class today and my day has been so much better afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. And I still feel that way all the time. And I, hopefully you do too, you know? I really do. Yeah. It, it's weird how it has like that amazing kind of like um, popping the bubble feeling, you know, you, you, you release the stress immediately. I, yeah, I really, I feel that too. But, and it doesn't even really matter what class I go to. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a good atmosphere and everybody's kind of pumped you up. Yeah, that's uh, that's another thing I think is interesting about you, right? Is generally we'll have like you know early morning people, mid morning people, four o'clock or six thirty yeah. or stuff like that, right? But you're you're kind of in like every class. Yeah, except right? for five a.m. Yeah, I they, I don't I mean, understand why we still have that class. They I don't know. won't let me in. <laughs> <laughs> that's so the Breakfast Club has that locked up. <laughs> that's the time I go to bed, not the time I go to the gym. <laughs> um, okay, so this is a little weird. All right, this is weird. I'm going to ask you about it, though. You have more love for Christmas and Christmas-style <laughs> stuff than anyone I've ever met, right? I do. I What is that about? Well, mm-hmm. my birthday is December 23rd. Right. So I don't really know if that has anything to do with it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, my birthday is June 15th. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if your birthday is really close to Christmas, you either love or hate Christmas because uh-huh. some people get, they feel like they get gypped or whatever. Uh, I don't know. I love it. Uh, it was a big deal in my family. Um, my parents made a big deal about it. My mom was really big into decorating when I was a kid and just always made it super special for me. I think I said it earlier, I'm an only child. So mm-hmm. I think she was always trying to make it super special. And so I just love Everything about it. Like, I love the smell and I love the, I mean, I know some of the stuff is cheesy and kind of, um, what's the word? Like. Hokey? No. Uh, commercial. Oh, there we go. But I love the decorations and the smell and just the way it makes me feel and how it's just like a happy time. And I love that feeling and I love being with my family and just celebrating like the presents don't really mean anything to me. I care more about, you know, hanging out with the people that I love at that time of the year and the whole season, not just like on Christmas day. Mm -hmm. Like I want to go do fun stuff all through the season. I just love it. 
Yeah, it's it's mid March, and I think you're still celebrating it. So <laughs> I should have worn a Christmas shirt. Yeah, guys, if you're listening and not watching, she's literally lighting up it's the biggest grin as we're talking about uh, Christmas. I love Christmas. <laughs> That's so awesome. What did you do? You did something with a tree recently, right? With your old tree. I made a Christmas gnome. A Christmas gnome. Yes. All right. What is a Christmas gnome? <laughs> it's basically a craft project out of a real Christmas tree. It took all the branches, made it into a gnome, and it's still hanging out on my front door. <laughs> and is now becoming an every season gnome. Uh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> it just gets a new hat. I love it. <laughs> so we got a uh, St. Patty's Day gnome right now. Really? Yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll post a link to the St. Patty's Day gnome. Yes. <laughs> it's still looking good. It's hanging out. Um, okay, so you and I competed together on a grid team a couple of years ago, right? Yeah. And if people don't know what grid is, it's like um, it's like a, a team competitive sport with like some elements of CrossFit, some elements of gymnastics, some elements of like track and field. Um, and that was a lot of fun, right? And then um, you also competed in a local event we did with our friends at Bloodline CrossFit mm -hmm. here, right? Yeah. What was that like? What was what was competing in grid for you? Grid was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. That was my first ever CrossFit competition was the first grid with you. Mm. Um, that was cool. That's different than any competition I've done since then because I've done quite a few. But that one was three guys, three girls. Yeah. Right. And um, that was awesome because you only had to do what you were good at mm. in that competition. And it was just so much fun. We were each doing like our specialty and encouraging each other and you know the other team is right behind you competing same thing here on the grid here i mean obviously it was a lot of fun because it was in our home gym and, yeah uh so that was super cool and then it kind of made me love competing um but you were right it does hold a special place like competing in grid compared to any other competition and it's just a lot of fun yeah i feel the same way i mean crossfit comps are fun but man i can do burpees on my own at home you yeah. know like Getting to do stuff I'm good at, getting to fly around doing like muscle ups or double or triple touches or mm -hmm. snatches and not ever having to worry about doing thrusters or burpees. Right. Someone else that loves to do those. Yeah. 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 That's so, so much fun. I remember we talked <clears throat> leading up to it and you were like, oh, I don't know if I want to do it. I don't know. And I know. I didn't. <laughs> I worked really, really, really hard to convince you. And yeah. afterwards you said it like unlocked your like competitive edge again, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because since then you've done like, I don't know, 15 competitions. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what are, what have those been like? Have those been fun? Those have been so much fun. Yeah. I think I like, I think I've only done one individual comp, probably just masters. Was that the masters comp? Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay, but it's so much fun doing it with somebody else. Because yeah. you're pushing yourself, not just for you, you're pushing yourself for them. Uh, similar to gymnastics, gymnastics is an individual sport. Mm -hmm. Like, especially in club gymnastics before I went to college, like there's no real... There are some awards for teams, but the main accolades is for the individual. Like me as an individual, I do good. I go to regionals. I go to nationals. Mm. You don't go as a team. It, you get those individuals and they make up that team that will be your regional or national team. Um, but to me, it was so much fun going with my team and encouraging my teammates. And that's kind of how it feels again, coming into like a CrossFit competition with, you know, one of my friends here or, yeah. or you. And so it's just. Yes, yeah, super awesome. I mean, I love competing. I remember being back in gymnastics, coming out in the field and it's, or, or the arena, and it's so quiet and nobody's there yet and just kind of seeing it and mm -hmm. then getting those nervous energy butterflies and all that's kind of the same here. Like, 
I'm nervous before it starts, but it's like this good, fun nervousness. Like you're amped up and excited. Amped up, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think the, the local comps we do are all a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I don't know when else we'd get to put ourselves through that much discomfort, but like enjoy it, you know? Right. Um, and okay, so you hit on something that I think is really important. I don't want to miss on that, right? So uh, I'm the coach, you know, for the Sharks, the South Florida Sharks, our, our grid team, right? And one of the things I've learned in the now five years of being a coach of that, right, is this one I didn't expect is that grid is so like team heavy, right? So there's a lot of like sacrifice on the team, kind of putting other people in front of you or helping others, propping others up. And one of the things I'm doing a bad job explaining this. One of the things that I didn't expect was how hard it was going to be for a lot of individual sport athletes to adapt to that mm-hmm. right so like gymnastics like you said is a very individual sport af- uh mm-hmm. individual athlete sport um crossfit people who kind of start in crossfit very individual heavy you know um you know we've even had like skiers on the team right uh a lot of times they have a hard really hard time understanding that like what's good for the team is good for me mm-hmm. you know because they mm-hmm. i don't i don't believe it's on purpose but they're they've been trained for so long to think what's good for me is good for the team. Yeah. You know, not the other way around. Right. How do you, why do you have that? Cause you're not that way at all. You're not in any way like that. Yeah. I don't have a good answer, but I've been like that for a long time. I can, I can specifically remember being a little kid and somebody saying something about, uh, that girl got an extra turn or something that made it where putting that person above me And I don't know. It's just not inside me. I want to do good and I want to win. Like I'm competitive and I enjoy that. I just want to win because I worked really hard and I did really good. I don't necessarily want to beat you. Mm -hmm. I just want to be good. And I want you to do really good too. I don't want to beat you because you fell or you messed up. Um, I want you to do really good. I want to do really good and I want to have fun and I want to encourage you. And I hope you want to encourage me and may the best person win. And that just, I don't know. That's just fun for me that way. I think that is such a powerful mindset, right? Like, because you kind of control your own outcome there. Right. You know, if, if all I care about is beating you, like there's stuff there that's out of my control. Well, of course. I can't do anything about how you do. I can only control how I do, right? Mm-hmm. And, and if all of my happiness is built off of did I beat you, right. I'm setting myself up for failure. And right. I think that's so powerful that you ha- you've adopted that mindset. Yeah. Um, it's funny you say that. I remember when uh, we were still a relatively new gym. Uh, we did a big competition called Thunderdome and everybody was, uh, was standing out there before the first workout and especially like in the RX guy division, you know, lots of like flexing and like looking down and hard nostril <laughs> snorting, you know, and I'm walking up and I'm going, good luck guys. This yeah. <laughs> bumping everyone. And yeah. it was, it was really funny to see half the people like, Hey, yeah. And the other half just like pretended they didn't see me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm with you, man. I I feel the same way. I got, I'd like to win things, you know, but I'd also really like to have a good time and you have a really good time. Right. Yeah. And I, right. I, I, like, I wish I could help, like, just spread that more, you know, because I think people would really enjoy what they do more often if they could think like that. I don't disagree. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so that's really cool because I've worked with a lot of gymnasts now and I would say that whether you realize this or not, that is not normal across the board. There's a whole lot of, like, I need to win. I'm not really worried about you. And I, it's really cool that you've grown past that. Well, so that's actually going to hit up on the next thing, right? Like I didn't really warn you about how I was going to ask this. So you can see she's getting nervous. Um, 
I've never told you this in, in real life, but I've thought it hundreds of times. And I've said multiple times, I'm going to grab Tiffany next time I see her at the gym and tell her this, right? But I haven't. Um, I was in the infantry, right? in the army infantry. That's all dudes. No women, right? None. Um, like none ever, right? Um, and one of the things that was a really hard thing for me to adapt to when we started the gym was, this is going to sound dumb. Hopefully it doesn't sound chauvinist. Like it was hard for me to adapt to working with women, right? Okay. To being around women and like saying good job in a way that you might appreciate, you know, whereas one of my grunt dudes, I would say it a very different way, you know? Right. Um, and I've seen a lot of people kind of like come and go through this gym and others in their like female support of other women, you know? And I've never met anyone who like lives that as truly as you do. Oh. Right? Seriously. I, I, see, I, I really didn't warn you I was going to say that. Like. No. I, I see it all the time, right? The lot, lots, lots of things I've seen in the gym is women supporting other women until it doesn't benefit them. Yeah. And I like you, you live that so fully, right? I've seen you run out into the middle of a workout to high five somebody yeah. af after you've dropped your barbell because you failed yeah. and they lifted up 10 pounds, <laughs> you know? And like that like warms my heart up so much every time I see it. Yeah. Well, thank you for <laughs> noticing that. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> it's not something I think about. I really do just feel that way. Well, I, I believe you, right? I believe you because I, I think, you know, when you try to pretend to be someone or be a thing, it eventually kind of shows you're not, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I, I just, I've always thought that was so cool and I wish I would maybe done a better job of presenting what I was going to say there. But man, I've, I've, oh, I see that in the cross, across the gym and I'm just like, yes, 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 yes. Well, thank you. That's very, very kind. Um. When, when you were on your team in Oklahoma, yeah. right, did you guys have that kind of vibe? Yeah. You think maybe that like has something to do with that? Yeah, we were a big team. Yeah. Even though we were a bunch of individuals, we were in it. So, okay, I told you in club gymnastics, it was not team-oriented. College is completely different. It mm -hmm. is team-oriented. Our team does good. We go to nationals. Not one person goes to nationals. Cool. Technically, one person could go to nationals, but that's not the goal of the of the competition. Um, so yes, I think it helped that I already felt that way before I went to college, but then going to college was everybody was on that same aspect of encouraging each other and, you know, uh, waking each other up for morning workouts, making sure that we're there early, that, mm. you know, all the things that we have to do together as a team work together. So yeah, definitely. That's cool. Yeah. That's, that's super, super cool. Um, Okay. Any other stories you want to bring up? Any, anything else? I I was I was doing some like Facebook research and I saw the pictures of you and Carrie dressed up as the ladies from the eighties oh, for one of our competitions. That was so much fun. Yeah. Plus dressing up was fun. <laughs> <laughs> what you, what did you guys dress up as? Oh, we dressed up the ladies from the eighties. We had leotards and leggings and um I want to say she called them Jojo bows, big bows in her hair from her daughter. <laughs> I think one. And we have big poofy hair. One of you was had an MTV leotard. Yes, I think MTV the other one was Kodak. 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 Polaroid. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. <laughs> My favorite part of that was that like, I don't know. I dress up for a lot of shit, but and a lot of the people here at the gym do right. It's like not weird. To see people at Shark Bite <laughs> dressed in just weird. We didn't want to walk in without each other. Let's just say that. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else in this event dressed up. No, they did. <laughs> you didn't tell anybody else, or at least not me, you guys were doing this. And you guys came in uh, and 
almost any other time we've done an event, it wouldn't have been like out of the ordinary. But you were the only two people out of like 150. Uh, <laughs> well, I think I've come to every reindeer game dressed up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at reindeer games, that's really normal, right? Everybody comes wearing some stupid Santa type yeah. thing, you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> that's so great. And we worked out in that the whole time. You did. I, well, I don't, oh, we had leg warmers. Yeah, I don't yeah. think you could have changed anything. You were you were locked in. That was a full day out. Oh man, that was that so was much fun. fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, uh, if you know, so you've been doing this like four years now, right? Yeah. And you you had a reason for why you didn't feel comfortable going other places, right? And yeah. You, you now know why you like this place. If you were talking to somebody who was like scared to start working out, and not necessarily sharp right, but just scared to start moving forward in like a more healthy lifestyle, what would you tell them? How would how would you motivate them to do it? that's a tough one it took me a long time to come here just because it's scary to start something new and to be honest in a lot of things in my life like I find that starting it is really scary and then once I push myself past it it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be and even though that happens repeatedly it's still scary to push through that that first step. And so that first step of just coming here or just starting any routine is the hardest Uh or even asking for help. Those are like by far the hardest. And then once you do it, it is not nearly as bad. And then the outcome has been amazing. So I guess just take that first step. Cool. I like that. Take that first step. Mm -hmm. Um, Anything else you want to talk about? Think of. Cool. Tip, this has been great. This has been fun. Yeah. I told you. I told you this yeah, is going to be fun. It wasn't as bad. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Tip. Thank you. Um, thanks, everybody. All right. Thanks for hanging out with us today on the Shark Bite Show. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Facebook or Instagram at Shark Bite Fitness and Nutrition or on our website at sharkbitefitness.com. If you'd like to find out more about our guests, their information will be in the show notes. If you'd like to talk to us about getting more fit, Feel free to schedule a free no-sweat intro at one of our locations in Cape Coral, Fort Myers, or Naples, Florida.